So here at Brow Bevial, I'm with Fokker van der Berg from DSM, and we've been talking gluten-free beer. Um, interesting Mintel research recently showed that 10% of food and beverage launches in, in, in 2013, excluding beer, were gluten-free, but only 1% in the beer sector. So, so Fokker, you, you believe that there's a real opportunity in, in beer um, for, for gluten-free, and especially for, for DSM with your, your Brewers Clarex product. That's that's true indeed. I think it's a great opportunity because uh, we see indeed it, it has a lot of attention on Google. So mm-hmm. it's a fifth most searched term. So there's a lot of interest from consumers on, on, on gluten. And it also fits in a market where consumption is declining. Mm-hmm. So breweries are wanting to attract different consumer groups. And uh, one could be women. And gluten-free could help in their positioning towards women, or in, in helping in positioning a different type of beer product. Okay. And there are there are the naysayers or the doubters who who look at gluten intolerance and say it's only a you know it's a, a minimal percentage of any given population. Um, what is the why is this such interest in gluten-free from people who aren't perhaps gluten intolerant? That's a that's a good question. I wish I, I would fully understand, but there's a, I think it's partially also a lifestyle. There's a lot of celebrities who influence consumers. There's Miley Cyrus. There's Novak Djokovic, who, Djokovic, the number one tennis player in the world, who claims a gluten-free diet helped him to become a better tennis player. Uh, there's actresses like Gwyneth Paltrow, and so I think it, it influences people in a way that it, it's it become more of a lifestyle choice. And uh, uh, if you avoid it, then you may feel better. But it could also be because they consume less carbohydrates. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it fits in a particular diet. And uh, with diets, it's always the question, is, is it there to stay? But there's a lot of people who believe that uh, apart from the allergy, which uh, um, 1% of the population is suffering from, there's a much bigger part of the population which may be somehow sensitive to gluten. Mm-hmm and feel much better if they avoid it. Mm, mm. But uh, that's, I guess, uh, there's still proof uh, uh, needs to come for that, but it, it definitely translates into much higher demand for gluten-free foods. Okay. Well, it'd be great if you could get to be tennis number one by drinking gluten-free beer, wouldn't it? <laughs> so we, we also have, have talked about barriers to uptake, and here in Germany, for instance, it's it's difficult to market your product because of, of Reinheitsgebot rules. Um, where, which other jurisdictions world, worldwide do you, do you have difficulties in this, this respect? Um, it, it depends a bit on the uh, the country. So there's uh, labeling. Uh, the, sorry, there's regulation on gluten-free labeling. Um, in the European Union, you need to b- go below a particular point to achieve that, and you need to do analysis to prove that the gluten is out. Uh, so you need to be aware of the labeling in the country. Um, but I, I don't think uh, this product that we sell has been in use in the, the brewing world for about 10 years now. Um, in fact, for a different purpose, which is stabilization, uh, creating clear beers. And um, so it, it's been in use, it's been tried and tested. Um, and I don't think a lot of people realized it uh, can also help uh, make your beer gluten-free, and that's why we are promoting it, because we think there's a need, and it could help breweries to diversify. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the reason we promote it. 
craft beer, um, you've got this beer on the stand that, that's gluten-free, and I, I presume as a customer, they're based in, in, in Portland, in, in Oregon. Um, craft beer is a big market. Um, your colleague was telling me you've been speaking a lot to, to craft brewers, but they're also, yeah. you know, can be extreme purists. Yeah. Have you had any challenges in terms of, uh, you know, communicating or, or marketing to them? No, rather the opposite, in fact. And I think uh, craft breweries are, are at least so far the ones which create the specialty beers, and it's really booming. Uh, perhaps also that's I guess reflected by the fact that if you have the regular lager beer that's the consumption is decreasing so consumers are need to be exposed to different types of beers which explains the rise of the the craft brewery so the craft breweries are the ones which are creating more specialty type beers and it also fits very much with their uh, strategy and so we've had a lot of lot of requests from uh, from craft breweries often also these are breweries which have uh, at least most of the questions I get from people who have an allergy themselves, who have a family member who has it, so they have a personal interest mm. to create a, a, a gluten-free beer. Mm. So their market is smaller, and so you see uh, a more personal uh, impact of the allergy on their uh, on their strategy, yes. you could say. So I think, in general, it, it, you could say they're purist, but they're, they're, I would say they're more passionate about mm. beer. And uh, and therefore they're trying to, to they're willing to try different things and, yes. and, and specialize and real specialty beers. In terms of that willingness, generally, then um, you, you were saying that ten years ago, perhaps you know, gluten-free foods and beverages, the quality level perhaps wasn't there, and it's it's put people off. Is is there a challenge, a communication challenge, to, to attract people back to this category? Yeah, because so your point would be, would uh, people not want to try gluten-free food because they think it's it's bad? Mm-hmm. That could be the case. But in beer, there's so few gluten-free beers on the market that I don't think uh, a lot of people are aware of, let's say, the different quality gluten-free beers. Because the beers we see on the market now are usually brewed with uh, the non-gluten-containing grains like sorghum or uh, maize or rice, and you get a completely different beer. So, uh, But that's a very small amount of the beers. Like we said, it's, it's less than 1% of the new products we see has a gluten-free claim. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's a negative effect of, let's say, poorer quality beers. So uh, I think it's really a great opportunity uh, for breweries and for DSM too. Thank you very much.